Well, good evening, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Monday, September 4th, 2023, and this is another episode of Lots to Talk About. My guest this evening is has dedicated his life to the awakening of humanity on a global level through extensive self-study and firsthand experience. He's been gifted to serve as a channel for the words the world needs to hear at the most crucial moment in history. I'm excited to hear the story, the backstory that I dug into a little bit um, that he shared in his profile. Uh, I, I'm excited to hear his message he has now and what he has going on. It seems like an incredible journey that he's been on and continues to pursue. And with that, I would like to welcome to lots to talk about Michael Beginnis. How are we doing, Michael? Good. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> No problem, man. I uh, I found the I found the backstory fascinating as I, I was diving into your um, diving into your profile on on Podmatch, and I'd like to thank Alex and Podmatch, man. It's uh, I I've gone exclusively to that for interviews um, and being able to find great people like you and and just see what you're about before you go through and and the back and forth and all of that is fantastic, but the the profile that you put on there and and just looking at it it, it seemed like a great fit for the show and uh and i'm excited to have you here so welcome and uh, can you introduce yourself just uh just kind of a, a quick little uh, introduction and then we can kind of dive into uh, where you came from and where you're at and where you're going yeah i'm uh michael mckinnis i uh i live in uh central america costa rica I've been here for over 30 years. I, you know, you said in the uh, intro there, you know, uh, uh, serving as a channel and yes. And I would also say that there are many channels and messengers out there. Um, not to, not to like say that I'm the only one. I want to make sure that's clear. I just um, had some really big experiences in my life and been able to clean up some programming and, uh, and, and therefore, I'm in this position now where I can actually speak to these things and write about these things as as we live in a world that is, uh, you know, kind of falling apart in front of our eyes and understanding why that's happening and how to go through it. Because there's no, I don't think there's much of an avoiding of this, but uh, but we're going to have to go through it. And so it kind of help people with that. And uh, yeah, I'm, that's basically it's, it. <laughs> It's fantastic. I mean, I, I think I connected with that message um, loud and clear because I think that's a, a version of what I'm doing here. Um, sharing my story, sharing the things that I've realized along the way. Um, I just went through a, a big kind of shift in my morning show. And um, for that first episode that I made that that change, uh, I was trying to think of why, what to talk about. And Lot's project actually originally stood for living outside the system. Um, uh, when my wife and I were going to dive out, and uh, I was telling you we had a homestead, but we were going to sell it and move on to raw land and really do it um, opposed to normal. And um, so it's um, that's where that kind of spun out of. And so with this rebrand, I really wanted to dive into that. And so I went through the various systems of control that that I've noticed in my life and those patterns and like you said, the programming. Um, and so kind of kicked off that new journey through the podcast, but yes, 
sharing your experiences and and it's almost like you, you know something and you want to scream it from the mountaintops but you know that really doesn't always work <laughs> it doesn't only when only when our when people are ready to hear it and not everyone's ready to hear yeah and, and that's yeah. that's another part of the letting go as being able to be like okay it's okay that they're on their journey and and allowing that let's say that um unconsciousness to be because uh, it sort of has to be there in this big game as well you know like there has to be those that are pushing for the opposite of sovereignty and love and freedom you know and and it just has it has to be because if it if it wasn't it wouldn't be you follow so like yeah. this oh, has, yeah. has to happen yeah i um it you get to a point and I think it was, it was probably a couple months ago. Well, it's been different things for different times in uh, different or different subjects, I guess, but there gets to a point where you're like, I'm not going to try to convince you anymore. Right. Like I've, I've wasted too much energy. I'm going to tell you what I know and you do it with it, what you want. Um, I hope you, I hope you internalize it. I hope you at least debate it with yourself. Um, but man, I, I can't waste energy convincing. I have a lot of energy to um, to spread a message. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you put a platform out like this, and then those who are ready will be drawn to it, and that's the way the universe works. You know, you put out that frequency, and frequency specific. If it's frequency specific, that means other people that are uh, that are there or they're wanting to come there will arrive. And and same thing with my messages. Uh, be it spiritual awakening or awakening to what's going on behind the, the curtain of Oz, so to speak, right? So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I speak to both because they're both very intertwined. Yeah, I, I, I do definitely agree with that. Um, let's, uh, let's kind of find out how you ended up in Costa Rica, man. That's, um, that's kind of, uh, you didn't, you didn't grow up there and, and just kind of evolve there, did you? Or did you, did you kind of, um, have a story to get there oh yeah i um i had this dream to come here because i i found out i was i was really into surfing um you know for a long time and so i was in my early 20s and i had this dream uh to go to costa rica this is pre-internet someone had just out of nowhere said hey i think you need to go to costa rica and i'm like what is that is it a restaurant like i didn't even know what it was you know and she'll know it's a country and i said why why would why would you say that she's like, i don't know i'm supposed to tell you that it literally happened that way and i'm like oh, i forgot about it and then one day i saw a guy surfing we were in mexico i was in mexico across the border he's living in california and saw this guy out there just wow, ripping it up and i said hey yeah you were ripping it out there he says oh i lived in are you in costa rica so my surf. i go wait costa rica's got waves and then yeah and then i went like went and got books there was no internet figured out okay i, I, I want to go here but then there was a there was a part of me that uh we call it having when you have a limiting belief and then you the you're you're internally shooting down the dream um because of something maybe that's happened in the past and and something had happened in the past and and i had someone tell me you can't you'll never do anything in your life da, 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 da. and i sort of believed it um being a kid and here i was you know and so i just sort of like oh and then I went and did this course uh, in in uh, California that somebody says, hey, you got to go to this thing. It's three days long. And I went and, and it's this thing where literally you um, just those living beliefs disappear and you realize that it's part of like a pro mind program that everyone else is speaking and that I got on board with. And it wasn't true necessarily unless I'm on board with it. And I say that it's true that I create it and I create myself being limited. 
And so um, I was able to literally walk away from that, like, bam, in three days. And as soon as that happened, I immediately booked a flight. And I called a buddy. I go, let's go. And he's like, why? And I go, we're going to surf these good ways. So he came down here. And I literally got a pla- my place to stay. Like, you know, I got a, a little place on the beach. Back then, everything's really cheap. And I, um, and I moved down and I never went back. I mean, I'd go back to visit, but yeah. That's so just on a, just on a, on a let's go, man. And, um, don't look back. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's, uh, that's fantastic. That was kind of, uh, I was telling you before that, that we had, um, we had really our, we had, we had what we were always striving for our, our homestead, our, our self-sufficiency with our, our food security. And, and we had really nice, um, we had, I mean, we were on the end of a dirt road with a big swamp behind us. So like operationally we were, we were perfect and had all of it. And man, there was that one thing that uh, we couldn't get over was the winner, but making that decision, like we decided to leave, um, minnesota in fall of 2019 so that's when we decided we're we're buying an rv we're going to retrofit it it all was this big long story how it all went out but in in fall of 2019 so we didn't launch until fall of 2022 so through all of the lockdowns all of the hysteria all of the stuff i'm trying to still still be confident in myself that i'm doing the right thing that I'm getting rid of, like, we didn't go to the store when they had lockdowns in Minnesota. Like we had real deep freezers full of food. We had hydroponics in our kitchen um, to throw, to, I don't want to say throw it away, but to, to move away from that. Yeah. It was very trying. And, and I understand what you're talking about with the, with the kind of, there's that voice in the back of your head that, well, you can't do that. It's not never going to work. Nothing's going to ever work. Um, and kicking that in the ass and actually going, it was interesting the feedback I got from people that observed it. Um, that, hey, I think that I can do it now. Like, I can do what, I, what I've been dreaming about doing. How did you do that in the middle of COVID? How did, you know, like, these are the comments that I get. And, man, it, it really makes you realize that there's a lot of people out there that are going through what you talked about with that don't believe they can do what they want to do yeah yeah and i also i actually had a lot of people you know because i was doing some pretty radical moving to a third world country way you know back in nine um what was it uh 1991 that's a that's a you know that's a time where this place was like super raw be- most beautiful thing in the world but people thought i was crazy and i just went well, I'm doing it, and I, and I didn't have any doubts. It was really weird. I go, I'm just going to go do this. I, I know I can do this. It's going to be great. And then my buddies are like, afterwards, like, I've been here for years. And they saw, they all told me, you're coming back. You're coming back. You're not going to, it's not going to make it. And then when they saw that I did, I think they kind of were like, oh, why can't, and my wife had a friend that told me, he said, why can't I do what you did? I said, I don't know, brother. I think you can, but you know. <laughs> you can. You can. You just yeah. got to believe you can. <laughs> this yeah. is the problem. I can't do that for you. I can't tell you how to believe it. Um, yeah. What? So, I mean, you did you have um, like marketable skills or anything when you when you took off and went down there? Or you just kind of we're gonna figure it out. See to your pants. I just came down here, figured it out. No, I didn't have any skills. I was a I'm a high school dropout and just 
I know nothing. It was very strange. I, I mean, I, I was always a bit of a hustler, you know, like I always did things to make money and whatever it took kind of thing. And, and so I, you know, I just knew I was going to be able to, you know, just figure it out. And back then everything was so ridiculously cheap, like crazy, stupid cheap. It didn't make any sense how cheap it was. Now it's different. Now it's, it's just kind of like the U S and prices and it's gotten very expensive and, you know, but it's, it's that, an amazing place. So. That was, uh, I worked in restaurants for a long time in my twenties. And so that would have been yeah, late, late nineties, early two thousands. And I worked with a lot of guys from Ecuador and they were, they were doing, they were there, they were going to retire at 30. Um, they were all in the U S they were all like, um, mass renting apartments and sending every dime back to Ecuador. And they were like, we do, we just come and work for 10 years and then retire because everything yeah. is so cheap. Yep. So it shifted I, a lot now. Yeah. It shifted a lot. It, now it doesn't really make sense for these people to go to the United States and work and then come back. It, it's, it's not the same thing as it used to be. Right. Costa Ricans would do the same thing. They get to New Jersey. That's where most of them would, will go and uh, find some kind of job. And then, yeah, like just send the money back. Send, but it's, it's shifted quite a bit now. It's, it, did it get um, all touristy and um, and built up that way? Is that is that how this yeah. happened, or did they just develop? They it's they got it got they got uh, touristy. Um, you know, it's funny. You go uh, across the border, Nicaragua, things are ridiculously cheap. You go across the border, Panama, ridiculously cheap. But this place, because it was just went kaboom, and so many people wanted to come here. It's a very peaceful country. You know, you go to Nicaragua, you don't feel the same peace. You go to Panama, plus for people are very friendly in Costa Rica, and you go to Panama and you can almost feel the um, animosity towards um, people from the West, I, I, or, you know, um, from the United States. I think it's because we invaded Panama um, with Noriega. We did this and, and a bunch of people got killed. And so they're carrying something obviously around that. And for good reason, I understand, but it doesn't make it a nice place to go. It's um, pretty flat and there's not, you know, it's not a lot of mountains. Costa Rica is just like everything, waterfalls and just mount tons of water and hills and green and big trees. And it's really, really great. I can, I can see why you are inspired there. Like yeah. that, that makes complete sense. And, and the fact that you were a surfer, that was your intention to go there and kind of immerse into nature. It seems like someplace you can just really fall into nature. And uh, I've explored that quite a bit, like moving into an RV, you're, you're kind of moving into nature uh, and you try to spend a lot of time outside. Uh, and I've always been an outdoorsman and I can see where that's probably a really naturally inspiring place to just think and contemplate. Yes. And, and to just really um, tune into the truth and what you are and that we're not separate from nature. We are nature and it is us and the importance of protecting nature and good water. And um, yeah, you get that here and find the right spots. And, and I see a lot of people come down. You know, we, we work a lot in the visionary plant field um, medicine and uh, I see people come down and they don't even have to take the medicine and they're already, they get two weeks in the forest and with the rivers and everything. And they're just like shifting and 
breaking down and like i don't want to go back you know like it's really it's really cool i probably shouldn't say too many good things about it. everyone's gonna come down here <laughs> it's just it's just gonna turn in you're gonna have to find someplace else <laughs> mike's at fault again <laughs> I mean, you, you, I mean, that, that's the, the hook, like you just, you're just saying, you know, they're there for two weeks and it's like, this is amazing. I don't want to go. You, you were in the position to just say, okay, and go with it. And I think that, that probably, um, that probably helped more than anything to kind of get you where you're at. And um, what, so 30 years in Costa Rica and currently two books released is that that's where you're at right now. Um, one in, uh, coming up soon, let's talk about, um, uh, your books, your message and, and, um, what you got going on. I want to give that a good long time because I think it aligns very well with what I got going on. Yeah. Well, the books are allegorical fiction, um, kind of like, um, geez, I can't remember all the names of them right now. Uh, 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 you know, the, where there's a kind of a fiction where it's bringing you to some big messages. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the, the ones that are out there. Um, can't believe I'm being stumped right now, but, uh, anyways, <laughs> maybe they'll come to me. Um, and it's in line with books like that where, um, where as you're reading them, you're seeing this, this fiction kind of drama thing happening and the characters are going through their life issues. And in, and in the book, there's a, there's a person there that's helping them. Um, that's also going to help the world. He's got big plans. He's a young man. He's like 19 and he had a pretty horrific childhood. And, and so he's doing all this stuff. And, and, um, so people read it and it's about the inner awakening, um, to the, to the real truth of that we are a part a piece of capital l love meaning you know the creation or creator and and we're not separate from it and that um if we want to end suffering we we because like the buddha said life is suffering and and he's true there's there's suffering here quite a bit um we we're put down into these uh meat suits or spirits we come down into these things and it is a bit like it gets uncomfortable, but then we're also able to experience incredible beauty and love. And um, what we would call duality is makes that possible that there's something other than myself. Um, there's something other than just one. It's like an illusion we're in. So we get to have that experience and then we're on our way back to um, non-duality, absolute oneness, which is the truth. And uh, so it's just a big game that we all somehow agreed to play. It's very, very more complicated than our minds will ever get in a human body. We are not capable. I mean, we're, we're definitely capable of having some incredible um, um, flash uh, examples of what, uh, the, uh, you know, the divine what it all means. is. Uh, yeah, you're able to get some glimpses through maybe through some deep meditation or plant medicine journeys. Um, and then that'll lead you on a course to to really start putting your life back in order, remove programming, apologize to those who you've wronged through your programming, including yourself, including the world, including whatever you've done. And we do it through a practice called Ho'oponopono, which is where you say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. 
and that's that's a uh, that's a Hawaiian practice, and and um, it's um, it's a way of um, asking for forgiveness at the same time forgiving yourself, others, all others, realizing that it's supposed to be this way, and and that's what you know the messages in the book, and at the same time, our here our heroes in the book are also showing what's happening in the world right now and how it relates to that. So my books are up to the moment of right this moment, right now. Okay. Literally <clears throat> from mandated this and that, and, you know, mind control, woke crap. All of it is in there as something that is happening in the world. It's just done in a fictional way so that people kind of can see how we can move through this and beyond it and and then it 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 gives us i think you know like everything that's ever happened in the world has been imagined first period like you imagine you're going to go outside and you go and you do whatever it is and so it's giving people um the opportunity to imagine an awakened world like a fully awakened world you know and, and awaken them as well the, for the individual they get to feel that because they're in the place of the character that cannot escape so some people get very angry when they triggered when they read the book, put it down, then they go back and I and I get calls and letters like thank you so much. I first I threw it across the room and I picked it up and so yeah, it's kind of you know that's kind of what it is in a nutshell. It's 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 big, you know they're they're big books and but everyone says they're page turners, so you know you read the the um, reviews. That's what everyone says. So I think cool. the I think the 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 just saying hey i threw your book down and i was so angry that i had to pick it up and now i can't put it down i think that's kind of the goal isn't it to, yeah. to kind of agitate to to poke at poke at beliefs um i think people talk a lot about cognitive dissonance and the actual physical pain you can feel when like your your beliefs are challenged yes. um and that just sounds like that visceral physical reaction i gotta put it down i can't even hold this book and read it um because it's made me so uh it, it's poked at my my beliefs yes and and we're really focusing in on the victimhood mindset because we all carry around at some point some form of victimhood that from our childhood and uh, we came here we as crazy as it sounds we actually chose as some kind of a contract with the other members in our family and our group of what we call soul family and to, to play out these roles so that we could be faced with these challenges and come out on the other side with the hands in the air. And, and it's, and it's, it's, it's crazy. And I know it's absolutely true. You know, it sounds nuts, but I know it because I I'm deep in these studies now and I'm deep in the inner study and, and along with the visionary medicine, like really coming on, uh, you know, to some really, very uh clear conclusions about this nice nice um so the 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 both books are same same heroine same uh same kind of uh same setup and and just different scenarios uh further in life are they chronological oh yeah yeah it literally starts um so i wrote the first book i was writing it at around 2017 it went out in 2020 and because I knew something was coming. I knew that there was going to be something that was uh, where, where the financial um, stability of the planet was going to be challenged and, and broken. And I knew it, I knew it, and I didn't know how. And, 
And my buddy also knew it here. We're business in like 2016, 17, 18. And we kept, we'd go back to the States with, oh man, you could feel it because you could feel the compression when you come from a place like this, which is all peace. <laughs> and you go back there and you start to feel the vibrational like agitation and people and just, it's a, it's like energetic and you can start to feel this stuff. We I knew something was happening. So I went ahead and wrote about this warning. There's an oracle that warns of all these things that are coming. And lo and behold, and you see it, it came out in 2020. And it's like yeah. right when the things really hit the fan. And if you think about it, there's no way I wrote a book in, in, in three months. It's a book that thick. So it took me three, four years to write the first book. And then the second book, it's like today. I mean, I'm talking today with everything you could imagine in there. And um, by the way, the book is called The Essential Revolution. Yeah, I want to say that. And um, it's that's the name of the series. First book is The Essential Revolution, part book one. And then the second book is The Invitation, book two of The Essential Revolution. And book one is, both. they're both out, you know, on Amazon and all that where you get the book. And the uh, first book is on Audible as well. And we're putting together the second book as Audible. Nice. Yeah, I was... Um... So I have those links in the video notes and stuff oh, to Amazon yeah. if people want to check them out. I know I have a lot of um, Kindle Unlimited guys and and uh, the Audible. I saw the audio version available and all of that. So definitely in the in the in the video notes. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. So yeah, that's uh, that's crazy that you started that. Um, it's got to make you. You were talking about vibrations. That's where I wanted to go. Um, and the different feels. So. Prior to taking off from Minnesota, I was a, um, a, a service tech for gas stations. Like I drove around a service company and worked on different gas stations all around the state of Minnesota and some of Wisconsin. Um, and I, on a smaller level, like I'm sure it's a it's a macro level coming from someplace in the jungle coming to the United States. It's got to be just off off the off the wall bonkers, but traveling from my rural home, we were 90 miles outside the city. We were an hour drive from any place that had like a box store even. Um, so we were kind, we were very rural, uh, but traveling around and servicing things in the cities. I know what you're talking about, that different wavelength of people, just, just in general, there's a vibe. Like you can pick up on good people, bad people here and there, but just in general, as you got to a more populated area, it felt different and yeah. and i don't know what it was and i always wanted to say everybody was moving faster or everybody was just angry and pissed off or what maybe it's just all of it <laughs> yeah and why are they angry and pissed off and and you know it is it's because we we're also in a system a financial system that's designed to keep us sort of in a in a in a slavery now I'm not one of these people that thinks like, oh, let's bash down the set. I, I, it's falling apart on its own. I don't have to do anything and it's not going to be pretty. So I, there's a part of me that doesn't want that. And there's also a part of me that knows that, you know, on the other side, see the light will always outshine the darkness no matter what. And we believe in a thing called time, this illusion that we've created. And so we worry about, but when am I still good? And what I always let people know is like, listen, no matter what, you, you will never not be. You'll, you, the body will pass. And as everything will on planet Earth and physicality in this illusional planet of what we call Maya. And, and, but, but you as experience or awareness in some way will always be 
forever and ever and ever. You are eternal. And once you, so that's, that's a big part of it, right? Because you see people struggling more and more financially, um, problems, uh, this, this division where everybody hates each other, one side, this side, all this stuff. And I don't, I have to be honest, I get myself caught up a little bit, sometimes getting, you know, quite frustrated at wokeness and, and um, politicians that I'm like, what, what are you doing here? You know, because I come from an era where, you know, where, man, I grew up in freedom world, you know, in the 70s. And all of a sudden you've got radical censorship and mind tr trying to control like what you think and what you can, you know, what people should believe in. And so people are getting more and more frustrated. And it's like, um, it's almost like a symphony that's being created, a horrific symphony of, of terribleness. And, and I, people say, well, you know, they want to, a lot of people want to believe that there's a, a bunch of men in a big round table. And I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that it's so well coordinated that it has to come from the non-physical and, and it's playing inside of us as we were like, you know, the Bible says we were born into sin, meaning we were born into a separation from, from the truth or God, however you want to word it. Right which is not a man with a white beard sitting up there making decisions and, you know, like killing little babies. Kill that baby. No, no, let's make the greedy man rich. It's not like that. It's much, much, much more complicated and very perfect. And also, you know, comes along with it, this, this suffering. And, and we all came here for this. We all came here to get on the other side of it. So yeah, it's a crazy time to be alive. And, and again, I, our hero in the book always says that we, we chose this experience, this experience. It's an unchosen, chosen experience. I mean, like, we don't know that we chose it, but we did. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, um, I've pondered the, you were talking about kind of the vision of the, the guys sitting around the round table, kind of figuring everything out, the, the Bilderbergs or whoever you want to call, whatever name you want to give it, the new world order, or any, any one of the catchphrases. And yeah, I mean, it sounds so improbable. Um, so the first, the first overview, like the whole thing, the whole orchestrated thing that that just we just witnessed over. I mean, in a, in a microcosm over the last three years, um, but in a bigger picture, it's been a lot longer than that. Yeah. Uh, but it's it was amplified through this whole bullshit that just happened. Um, watching that, going, this isn't this is too complicated this is too much there'd have to be too many people involved not to say anything to to have made this up to to make this happen um is is what keeps coming back to me people are like oh it's to control the elections and i'm like it's not just in the united states dude like like seriously it's not just the us so it's not about the elections oh it's about population well yeah, maybe, but could they really pull that shit off? Like, our governments are so fucking incompetent to begin with. How could they pull something like this off and no one just blow it wide open and say, look at all this. Look at what they said. Um, and then the other part of me says, would anybody believe it anyway? It seems like you can you can, you can can hand facts to people and they ignore them in this, this day and age. So are they running the cover of just no one would believe it even if you even if you knew it i think that again we go to the day and and i would say with the with these families and all this and bilderbergs or whatever that yes they exist and they're playing this role of like 
okay, we're going to, we're going to fix the world. We need to reduce population, whatever it is that, and they, they're playing that part of it. And then they go and they do a couple, some part does this part of it. And they're not, it's not being coordinated like, okay, so we're going to do this. And you're, it's not like that. It's much more complicated. It's coming from a supernatural, whatever you want to call it. It's coming from the mystical, uh, the darkness. Um, There's a book out, uh, there's a guy named Paul Levy talks about Watiko. Watiko is the Cree Indians term for the darkness. And that it 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 is here all over Earth, and we were born into it. Again, it's just another word for this thing. And I I believe that this intelligence is very intelligent, and it's it's working with the within the distortions distortions of all human beings in some way. And some people go, well, no, no, I'm not playing that, you know, because they feel it. And then some of them are so afraid that they don't, like we were talking about the ones that aren't gonna believe it, they're just like, nope, nope, they can't because it's terrifying to them to believe that big papa, you know, that was supposed to take care of them, you know, the, the, the world governments or whatever it is, really doesn't. And it's so hard for people to get that, but man, it, I, I, there has never been a time in, in history, I believe, where, where it's starting to really show the curtains just being pulled back and people are just going, wait, what? You know? I think it's really hard pill to swallow that you've been told your whole life. The police are there to help. The government is going to take care of you. There's going to be a safety net. Social security. I mean, like, go down and down and down your whole life. You've been told that they're the good guys. They're there yeah. to put the bad guys in jail. They're there to uh, keep you from getting ripped off and, you know, down the line. But when you go man, I don't think they have my best interests in mind. I don't like when you, when you really go and you start thinking about that and start looking back and realizing all the signs that you missed. Um, and you're like, it's, it's really hard. And either you put your fingers in your ears and scream and yell, so you can't see it or hear it or think about it anymore, or you really swallow the pill. And I think one should do, it, it, there's no going back. It's definitely the matrix. Like, which pill do you want to take? Because if you take the one, you're you're done. Like, you are. There's no going back. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, and then you know, my we we always know that there's, uh, we call it like a thousand shades of gray in between. So there are some that go, wait, what? And they do shift and, um. You know, and then when we talk about police and politicians and all this, I, I also believe that there's some angels in there, you know, and there's some great police officers out there, just people that want to do the best that they can and a very hard job. Um, oh, and the same thing, I believe, in politics, there's probably some great people out there as well. It's the system that doesn't work, you know, and, and, it, and so it's going to self-destruct at some point. And that's what we're seeing. Rome has to fall. And Rome is falling right now, you know, that that um, it's this morning I was kind of doing like a brief touch on anarchy and, and anarchy in everyday life and like things you don't even think about. Like, man, you you just went five miles over the speed limit. You know, you're not obeying the law um, like that. That's that is a, a light form of anarchy. Like you made your moral decision um, and <laughs> you you were talking about um you know, there's police officers out there that, that are good people. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, the job is the problem. The the putting people in cages for victimless crimes is the problem. Uh, maybe you're doing your 
maybe you're doing your best and you're doing the job, um, but the job is the problem. And I, I, I don't any, envy anybody that is a good person doing that because I can't see uh, how that doesn't weigh on you and, and conflict with you if you really internalize it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going so. against our nature um, of our nature is to help and put our hand out to our brother and our sister. That is our nature. Yeah. And um, and we we're in a system and in a program where we're doing quite the opposite in a lot of in a lot of cases on a collective level, and that's why we see so much division and strife right now. And um, all that to say is that no matter what, at some point in history, whether it's a thousand years or now, and it's hell on earth, and you know the AIs do this, who knows, right? Or or you know some miracle something happens um basically a miracle I, I it's funny i had a visionary experience last night and um i came up with a two a lot of times it's just chapter names and i'll and i'll build the chapter around the names and my my thing is like oh we can't let this happen we can't let this happen and so we've got to you know prevent this and and then i i came up with um that i think my character in the book's gonna it's gonna be the chapter's gonna be called let it fall meaning let this thing fall. And then the next chapter will be and expect a miracle and expect a miracle, oh, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, because, sure. because yeah, we, we're so powerful and, and it is so powerful. Uh, the, the one and it's, yeah, faith, you know, and, and in faith in humanity too, like so many people, including myself get so, I get, a bit nihilistic sometimes. Um, I really am not anymore, but I was for some time. Um, and I just, I give that up. I can't do that because if I do that, then first of all, I'm putting my my hand in uh, on, on there's no way out and we're all doomed. Um, and so I'm not gonna do that because I don't wanna project that. So I'm gonna take this, I'm just gonna do, in the book, the, leader, the uh, hero guy he talks about, uh, his name's Dimitri. He talks about choosing our role you know, what is your role going to be in this global showdown? And it might be that, you know, you just hold a high vibration. It might be that you go out and write books. It might be that you speak to people. It might be you do a podcast. And 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 um, and others are going to be a role of, no, this, you know, and, and they're going to just be in resistance to love, resistance to unity. And they're going to push for disunity. And that's what they're going to get. And, and it's just choosing your role because it is on, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I got really comfortable in the fact, so going through the stripe, I kind of talked earlier about um, leaving that security in the middle of the craziness. Um, I felt very comfortable in the fact that if it all falls apart, I'm going to be okay because I'm going to be living my life. I, I, am, I am living my journey. I found where I want to kind of go. I don't know where the end is. Like, I don't know what the destination is, um, even on this, on this earth. Um, yeah, even do we before, ever? Well, no, I mean, I don't even have like a, a target. I have soft targets on the on the near side. Like and we're just kind of going with um, where life takes us. And it's amazing to see the opportunities that kind of present themselves when you're available for opportunities. Absolutely. Like, when you're open to the idea, it's amazing how many things just kind of go. And we call it good luck or good fortune or whatever, but I think it's just being open to hearing the opportunities. It's part of the creative process of, of, of creating, you know, 
if we're if we're sitting there going, nope, nope, this can never happen. Well, you're just going to get a whole bunch of no, no, that can't happen. If you're open and you're going, hey, anything is possible here. I'm powerful. You know, people are powerful. You know, Jesus said, you know, uh, I leave, I leave early now to go. Uh, you will do um, bigger works than me. I'm a horrible paraphrase <laughs> uh, because I leave early now to go to the Father. So basically, what Jesus was saying was that we are actually as powerful as He was and more. And it is the core truth. If we can clean up all the caca and 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 be, get awakened, like truly enlightened, you know, of course that's a heck of a thing to become enlightened. Like I'm enlightened is very different than having obese big awakening experience or being an awakened conscious human on planet Earth. I'm talking about enlightenment. That's what Christ reached, and that's what Buddha reached, and um, others, you know, many others. And um, but of course, you know, Jesus was the the big Kahuna. <laughs> and um, so you, mentioned, I, I, you mentioned that. You mentioned that. I had a question here, and I haven't started. And I think that's a great. It's a great uh, where to go into it. Um, but Haley Khan here on Twitch that's watching live asked, um, just curious your thoughts on religion in general. Um, and the fact that you were referencing Jesus and Buddha. And like, I think, I think we probably have similar views on that. Um, but I would, I'm curious in, in a general aspect, religion, um, you know, it's, we've got 20 minutes left. It could be a four hour conversation, but um, I mean, it's, for me, it's pretty, it's not simple, of course, but like the idea around dogmatic religion is another form and when you get to this place where like you're gonna burn hell if you don't do dude, that's not that's that's now you now you've stepped into evil like if you're if you're one of those ones that's pointing the fingers and these you know crazy people out there that this is the way whether it's dogmatic christianity or this it's it's if we believe that there was a creator that's sitting around going i am so mad because they didn't say this this way and that maybe i'm gonna burn that one because he didn't say if we believe that insanity, but it's just that in the Bible, no, it does not. That's your interpretation of something. Right. Absolutely not. If we believe that, then we're in big trouble. And, and anybody who believes that and who it's just another form of ego because they get to be right and make another wrong. And you see some of the, the weakest people in the world that have not worked through their stuff, that have not gone into the deep shadows and cleaned up. They're the ones that latch onto that, that nuttiness. And um, now do I also say, we look at your religious text there's amazing messages in there absolute truth it's the way that you interpret it and read it and and how you go about it and 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 you find what works for you and i just you know like i just tell people that it is this thing is so big you know well this thing called god which you can't put a name on it it's really sad being a way for me because i was a guy that before this thing happened to me i couldn't say that word I couldn't say it because I grew up in an atheist household uh, and um, yeah, I had an experience and changed everything. And, uh, and so I became not a believer, but an absolute knower and a personal relation messages coming through. And we're all capable of being this messenger, a channel for what the divine wants to come through us. Every single person's got this in beautiful gift inside of them and everyone's different. And, and, but no one is without that period. It doesn't look like that sometimes. You can't feel that sometimes because you've been so restricted because of financial burden. You that's the big one, right? People get stuck in their in their root chakra and they're like stuck in survival mode. 
And if you're stuck down there, it's not going to happen. You're not going to come up, up, you know, and, and reach this. And I believe, again, all by design, maybe not about a bunch of guys sitting around a room, but designed from that entity that is also has a very high intelligence. But at the end of the day, that thing that is causing the strife on this planet that feeds off negative energy is our bitch. At the end of it, it's the truth. I can't really tell, but this is the truth because it's pushing us towards an awakening. And and, and any time, the way you know that is you look at your life and people who relate to this, if you've ever had this really, really hard, bad thing happen and you found the light on the other side of it, like, wow, that actually happened for me. That is crazy to say. I mean, something horrific. So be it with this as well. It's the same thing. So it's pushing for all this disunity and what it's actually going to cause is unity. Time is the issue. We don't know when. And that's why we can't believe this. Oh, nope, I don't believe this. I can't know because you're, we're too worried about time. And I gave up on that. And I'm, and I'm just now trust in the process, process trust in humanity that, 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 there are, that we all want the same thing. Even those wackadoodles out there that are doing all kinds of crazy stuff, right? They and their core want the same thing, but they're afraid, you know? So compassion and and um, doesn't mean I'm going to lay down for it and, you know, let people like get into my brain and tell me how I'm supposed to talk or think or say, no, it doesn't work that way. I'm a hard no to that. And and I see now that people, you've noticed, I mean, people are starting to wake up and say, no, no, we're not doing that. I'm not saying that. My kid's not doing that. No. And this, this is where we have to stand because... Like these things with the children is, is the is the biggest thing that the, that the parents need to stand up and and a hard no. Eckhart Tolle calls it, a, and he's not talking about this kind of stuff. But he says if something is like you know it's not right, then you just like a stern no, you know, and 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 that has to happen. It's not when you're spiritual it doesn't mean that you're just like, woo woo. That's woo woo, you know, lunacy. But you're like all oh, this got all this perfect, all this. no, 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 it's actually not. There's actually this thing called darkness out there, and it's you know it's in the schools and it's doing all this weird stuff. And this is the invitation for us to to stand up and and um, put in put an end to this stuff. Like really, you know. I think I think people I think people really um, one thing they they went a a, a kind of a, a step too far when they started messing with health. Um, and messing with what? Went with health, um, with yeah. health care, with um, jabs and whatever, mass, whatever. It, it's it's a it's a relationship you have, you should have with a doctor. We know that 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 system is in this country at least is is not that. But um, I think people hold that sacred that even as messed up as it is uh, in the current state, when government starts poking their nose into that relationship, I think people open up. Um, and I think when they really started messing with their their livelihood, with jobs, um, with sending people home and them not having control over their job, they didn't they didn't lose their job because of their performance. The company didn't close. Government said you have no right to make a wage. Uh, I think that that kind of started pushing these people, uh, the people you're talking about that are like, you're not going to do this to my kids. And I think once they have that one line in the sand that they hit it makes it really easy to say no to the rest. But that first time you got to push back and you got to go, uh-uh. Um, I was lucky enough to kind of be on this journey uh, going into that. Uh, I had been kind of withdrawing from all the bullshit for quite a while. Uh, from day one, 
my employer, I looked at them. We never had, we never got uh, sent home. We were essential employees because we had to keep gas pumps running, you know? So I, um, I told them from the very first day, I'm like, I see where this is going. And if I'm required to do anything medically, I'm done. And everybody's like, oh, they'll never do that. They'll never do that. And like, is this progressing? I'm just sitting there staying consistent with my message because I drew my line in the sand. I'm not doing that shit to keep my job. My job doesn't mean that much to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I heard somebody say, you can get a new job, but you can't get a new body. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you get and, another and, job, you know, and it's true, you know, right or wrong, whether it's whether it was the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do, you forcing me to make that decision to feed my family is not appropriate. That is that is not the that's not the way we should go about this. And I think people realize that, well, if they're willing to do that bullshit, uh, like maybe maybe this isn't all kosher that's been going on for the last my whole life. <laughs> exactly exactly yeah oh man um hey we're we got 10 minutes left i i think that um that this this conversation has been fantastic but i i like to give um my guest kind of free reign at the end here uh we've talked about your books but um man if you want to take five ten minutes yeah. and 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 just leave messages for the audience um, you're very inspiring in your thoughts. So I, I'm, I'm curious to see um, what comes out of this. But take the floor, man, um, as long as you want, and then and then we can start wrapping up, and we'll get you out of here in an hour. Okay. You want me to um, just speak free flow? <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever, whatever message you want to leave the audience with um, and plug your stuff, whatever, man, it's, uh, it's your floor. It, it, it's been a great conversation, so I'm more than willing <laughs> to do that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I would say that um, each and every one of us is here on planet earth to fall and to come back. And, and, and that's going to happen within many lifetimes. And, and then we have, we build up a karma of some karma and then we have to resolve it and we have to build karma and resolve it. And the ultimate goal is to find our way back home to what we call ascension, meaning eventually we take our rightful seat. That means we, we merge back into source as pure light, pure love, God. And because we are not separate from this, this thing that is absolutely unexplainable, infinite, and beyond any words, there's no words. And um, we are actually a part of it. And I use this a lot, you know, you have the sun and you have the rays of the sun. Well, the rays of the sun, would you say, are any less than this? No. Is it this? No, but it's also a part of it. So we are we are created in its image and we are part of it. Um, and that the only thing that that thing wants, source, we'll call it, capital S source, is for us to come home. It doesn't care how it happens. It doesn't, you know, in the book, uh, our hero says, uh, the drive-by shooter is in his per in his perfection. So even though that thing is happening, and of course, uh, we don't want that to happen. And if I you had the chance to get in there and do whatever I had to do to get in the middle of that, of course, but it's still perfect somehow. It's really hard for people to get this, that that actually is happening. It has to happen. How do we know that? Because it's happening. 
And so that person, as well as every, all of us that every harsh word we say or people we've hurt, you know, if that one's in their perfection, and we certainly, we all are, and we're all moving back towards home. And the way to get there is through um, having massive transformational experiences. Um, and that can be done through uh, certain courses. There's books, The Power of Now. My book is a is a book that gets people also to go, wow. And and there's, there's, there's other books as well, of course. Um, there's plant medicine journeys. There's deep meditation. There's, yeah, all kinds of stuff out there. And, and you actually came here to have these, these, these challenges. And on the other side of it, find the gold. And as you do that, you begin to clean. You begin to clean the programming within you. And then you, once you get, we call it the Camino Rojo. That's what the indigenous call it um, in, in North America. It means the red road. And once you step onto the red road, that is like the conscious path of awakening, meaning you, instead of you just playing out part, just like being unconscious in life, you're actually conscious. That means that when you create a conscious act, unconscious acts happens through you, you see it right away and you go and correct because you can't live with yourself anymore. And so my message to everybody is to um, deeply consider uh, doing some inner work start with victimization wherever it is that you felt that you've been done wrong whether it was in your childhood usually it is and dive deep into that and there's plenty of help out there um with this stuff and from there it just gets better and better and better once you clean that that big sack you've been carrying around going this happened to me and that and i can't but once that's gone you just go oh wait a minute and then from there wow then you can start really diving into nature and all of the things that you know you really came here to do so you know that's it <laughs> That's, that's, that's great, man. Um, I, I, I love getting rid of the victim, the victim mentality. I mean, that's kind of been a theme through the whole thing is just realizing that, realizing that you're not limited, that, that you are, like you say, we, we are, we are the rays of, of the sun. We're not as powerful as the source, but we're definitely one with it. Um, right. and as powerful, if not more. And I think that message has come through quite a bit throughout this, this talk. Um, I got your, I have your website in the, in the show notes. I have links to the book in the show notes. Uh, I, I think I need to put you on the calendar when the, when the new book kind of, yeah. it'll probably be an hour, it'll probably be, um, you said you're going to start in on December. So we might be looking at a year or so and, uh, and catch up and see kind of how this journey through on this rock has been going since then yeah i'm sure there'll be much more to talk about the show's just yeah, starting to get yeah, weird, it, isn't it? <laughs> it's getting a little squirrely isn't it man yes. how, yeah. how is it there like i i uh i know we're gonna wrap up here in a second but it is it's looney town in in the u.s um how is costa rica is it is it um easier um we we went through covid with a a very, um, we'll call it more, very, very left president, which he was all about, you know, major vaccine. He was even, even was ordered the, the schools to take off the signs, boys and girls on the bathroom. So they all had to mix. And then he got out and with the guy we have now said, he immediately came in and said, no more restrictions, done. You don't have to get, it's like just everything changed overnight. So, you know, right now it's good. You never know who's coming next, um, and and it's okay. You know, it's like 
isn't isn't that the amazing thing though is um i i was kind of referencing it this morning with um things that are illegal one state to enact another and literally you can stand on the border with one foot on one side so say it say it's marijuana uh, a handful of marijuana here in this state and a handful in this state and half your body is legal and half it isn't just be because somebody made a decision that doesn't fly with me <laughs> no so yeah same thing with me in the like... switch and saying no we're putting all the signs back on the bathrooms and we're doing this and like flipping that switch that's great for freedom but you know like just because we can say it it's right and wrong doesn't make it right and wrong that's true because truthfully there really isn't one there's where everything is wrong and it is right at the same time it's subjective so it's really hard to you know i just am a real i'm a i'm a sovereignty guy you know and it sounds like you are too and yeah. for me that's number one as long as we're not hurting anybody else sovereignty period yep yeah. explore your world and uh, and do right by other people and i think you can't go wrong right so michael i uh, i definitely appreciate you coming on i will uh, i will pump the books for sure i think people could really use the message i think it's a great way to go about it and um giving that giving that outlet to say, hey, it's just a fiction book, man. Um, just read it and enjoy it. Uh, but I think more often than not, people are going to really see a message there. So oh, yeah. I, appreciate, I appreciate you coming on and sharing all your stuff. Um, if you'll hang out for just a second, I'm going to drop you off. I'm going to close up the show and I'd like to chat to you, with you for a minute. Okay. Thank you. And thank you to everybody out there. <laughs> all right, Michael, thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. I want to thank Michael for coming on. Um, what an interesting chat. I, I look forward to getting um, getting that on the schedule. I look forward to digging into his books. I think you should uh, grab those links in the video notes, the audio notes. Click on over to Amazon. Pick up the book, Start a Journey. Just look into it. Just have a read um, and see. And you never know what you're going to find. I think you're if, in, if you're in this audience, um i think if you are in this audience you will um you'll definitely find it a good read so i want to i want to thank michael again for coming on if you enjoyed the show please consider sharing it with others and um and have a great week and we will catch up to you next monday night on lots to talk about I can feel the sun.